This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Worries about social media's effect on hardwired kids are coming from all corners. As you all know, on Friday, the B.C. government announced school districts will need to restrict cell phone use in classrooms by September, saying the devices uh, are impacting the education and well-being uh, of our kids. Uh, earlier this month, President Joe Biden uh, urged Congress to hold big tech accountable for dangerous content shared on social media. Uh, and also earlier this month, Seattle Public Schools filed a 91-page lawsuit against uh, the companies buying TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and YouTube in a federal district court. Uh, it's an issue our next guest knows very well. William uh, Shinoff is a trial attorney at France Law Group in San Diego. His law group, with other firms, represents roughly 675 school districts in 32 states who are suing social media companies in both federal uh, and state court. Previously, Mr. Shinoff's law group uh, represented 1,000 school districts across the U.S. against Jewel Labs, Altria, and others for the youth vaping epidemic in the U.S. As a result of their efforts, Juul agreed to pay a $1.2 billion in uh, youth vaping settlement. Mr. Shinoff, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Uh, let's start for off the top. Where are we in regards to litigation in the United States? Because I would assume with so many uh, school districts, so many states, a very complex issue. Uh, give me a sense of where we are in regards to uh, legal proceedings with, uh, with the companies. Yes, yeah, so... We now have over a thousand school districts across the country that have filed lawsuits against, uh, you know, Meta, TikTok, Snapchat, and YouTube uh, for the harms that we believe that their platforms are causing to youth across the across the country and across North America. Um, it, it's been a slow and arduous process in both federal and state court. Um, they have filed motions to dismiss in both venues, which have been denied. And just beginning this month, we have began the discovery process and we're pushing the court to get trial dates set, hopefully in the middle of next year. How successful do you think uh, you will be? I mean, these are massive companies, uh, huge revenue, bigger than some countries, quite frankly. How uh, confident are you that you can be successful in this? I I think at the end of the day, the facts are going to support our case. We don't think this is going to be an easy battle. We don't think they, they will give in. Uh, you know, these are this is something that's been going on for 10 plus years with a number of these companies that they believe they're doing no wrong. Uh, but with the research that's been shown with the with the whistleblowers that have come forward to Congress, we believe that our claims will be vindicated in front of a jury. And if a trial is necessary and that's what we're prepared to be doing. And we're, we believe that we'll be successful at a trial. Mm. Uh, now, our uh, premier, uh, similar to a, gov- a state governor, uh, made announcements on Friday along with our attorney general that uh, uh, they want to restrict or at least have school districts bring in policies uh, to restrict cell phone use. They also plan to uh, launch um, um, services to remove images off the Internet and pursue predators. And also this spring we'll be interesting, introducing legislation to hold social media companies accountable for the harm they have caused. What advice would you want to give our Attorney General or, or broadly uh, our government uh, based on your experience in regards to how they should move forward in protecting kids? 
I believe that's what legislative is definitely absolutely one great way to do it. Uh, We've already seen a number of states across the U.S. attempt to do it, but they've been challenged every time by interest groups bought and paid for by these by these companies that challenge them in state in their own respective state courts and unfortunately have been successful. Uh, So are about 42 attorney generals at this point in response to those moves have now filed their own individual lawsuits uh, to protect the citizens in their states. Um, So I think legislation is one great way. I think trying to get input from these companies may be helpful to avoid challenges down the road. Uh, But, you know, maybe we, maybe they should look at what the attorney generals in the U S are doing and may need to go and bring their own actions against the companies to go and seek injunctive relief to go and enforce what they're trying to do and get a court to go and require them to make these changes to make the platform safer for children. Do you think that's been the feeling that we as a society or our governments have been so slow, they've allowed these companies to get so big uh, that there has been uh, hesitation on the legislative side to go after these companies and it means lawyers like yourself, firms like yours are actually having to do the heavy lifting to go after these companies now? Absolutely. I mean, the last thing, if you look at my clients, for instance, school districts, Mm -hmm. the last thing school districts want to do is get involved in in litigation. That's not the purpose of what they're doing. Uh, But the fact is, is that they've said enough is enough. Uh, They they're feeling the harm every day on campus uh, and they want change to happen. And, you know, they're not talking about just receiving money in a settlement. They want real changes in the company because what they've all told me is, Money is a Band-Aid. Uh, if we don't change their practices, the, this, co- this conduct is going to continue to happen and we're, we're not going to make any change. So they want to see change. They, the important parts of schools in our cases, they can tell the story of what they're seeing in the community with children on a daily basis. Uh, but this has been too long. I think we've given enough time for legislation to happen. Uh, but unfortunately, we've seen it, it there have been a lot of talk, but no movement. So uh, hopefully now that we've seen litigation ramp up, more attention being brought to the harms that we're seeing, I'm hoping for change. Um, can you give me a sense of what kind of stories you've been hearing uh, from your clients in regards to the impact uh, they say social media is having on kids? I mean, you, you have to go through all of it. You've got a case to present. Give me a sense of what broadly what you've been hearing. Yeah, I mean, two two instances, two different clients of mine really stick out because it's very recent. Um, one's from one's from California, another's from New Jersey, um, and they both had issues where uh, a post was made on one on Meta, another on Instagram, another on TikTok of children being assaulted and bullied, uh, and those posts going viral on the platforms. And it was causing these children severe uh, mental distress. And they would go to their school counselors and talk to them about it, uh, pleading for help because it wasn't being taken down. And that's all they were hearing and they were seeing. And so this both school districts respectively went and reached out to the platforms to ask them to remove it. Uh, one, one of the instances, the platform said it didn't violate any of their policies, so they didn't remove it. Mm-hmm. The other did not uh even respond to a phone call. And in both cases, the children took their life. One child took their life on campus. Um, So, I mean, these are not, these are real stories that are happening. Um, And, you know, just 
banning, you know, taking away cell phones, blocking the platforms on Wi-Fi. Uh, that's one great way to help it not disrupt the learning environment. But this is something that goes, that happens in school, out of school. And, you know, the, the harm is very real. And these are the stories that these companies will get to hear in court. Mm-hmm. How long do you think this will take? I know it's a very difficult question to answer, but is this something that's going to take five, seven years? Or do you think it'll be at least get to a decision sooner than that? Uh, well, this last week, we, we had a hearing in federal court um, where, you know, the defendants want to delay the public hearing the truth about what's going on. Um, and so they don't want trials till end of 2026 or 2027. Uh, but both our state court judges and federal court judge have said that this case is a priority. And we've heard that potentially we could get a trial in the uh, middle of 2025. So if that's what's going to happen, then either we're going to trial and we'll, we'll see what a jury decides, or they're going to have to decide whether to resolve this uh, before then. So I don't think this is going to be another five to seven years. I think we're looking at maybe another year or two. Mr. Chinov, as always, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I know you're a busy guy, you're a busy firm, and you're doing some really important work. Really appreciate you making time for our audience today. Thank you so much. Thank you.